did you come to the understanding of your knowledge of Puerto Rico and what's going on over there? If you didn't yeah. have that connection with your grandparents. Well, I think um, well, my grandfather, before he passed away, um, it's, it's always kind of been there, but I didn't actively like seek to to enhance my knowledge of what it. What part right? of Puerto Rico is your family from? So my my dad's side is from San Sebastián and Lares, and my mom's side is from Hayuya and Ponce. Mm-hmm. Um, Ponce gets real. What? Are they like close to each other? Like geographically? Are they close? I don't know. Um, well, San uh, Sebastián is like nor like. It's like north north central, but like I don't know how to explain. It's like it is north. Like it's a little further in. From one to the other, how far apart is it? It's a well, Hayuya and 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 San Sebastián. They're they're the thing is like in that area it's mountainous, right? So like mm-hmm. it looks like if you go to a different parts where it's flat, it's a short drive, right? It could be like maybe thirty minutes, but because it's mountainous, it it's like two hours right or like hour and a half like because you're going up and you're going vertical instead of just like a flat um i remember i saw like your instagram post with your daughter in puerto rico and it reminded mm-hmm. me so much of my trip with my dad and I, I remember like driving up those mountains and being shook like yo what is happening yeah, and man. my dad was out there when he was young whipping it so he was like what do you mean he's hitting like the the curves on these mountains like it's light and i'm like yo I'm five it's, years old. Like, bro, yeah, he's up. Yeah. Like, slow down. It, I mean, it's still scary today. Like, it's not It's not a joke. Like, it, it, honestly, while I was there, there was a, a really bad accident on, on the road like that. And and um, uh, a car was right on the edge of the road. They had an accident. The ambulance came, and the, the road was wet. So what they do in some parts of Puerto Rico is that they use uh, – uh, recycled tires, the rubber tires, to make the pavement. They mix it with some of the pavement, so it makes it makes the road slippery because so it's, it's it's rubber. Yeah, exactly. Because we, cause we yo. broke. Yo, <laughs> man. So yeah. Like, you know what, yeah, man. It's so like we're gonna make the best of what we got. We got it exactly, exactly. And you know, unfortunately, the uh, when the ambulance was coming down. It, it couldn't stop. It slid as well because it was wet and it was raining. And it hit the car, and the car went off the, the cliff. But on a, on a, on a better uh, note. Um, How you came to your history. Yeah, so, like, my grandfather had told me, you know, I, I was telling him I was taking a trip to Puerto Rico, and he told me, uh, go to Lattice and go to the plaza in Lattice and um, take a picture of the, of the plaque for me. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't think of anything of it. I thought he just wanted, like, he liked that place and he wanted to go. So I went, um, and when I got there, I saw the plaque said uh, one of the names. There was only six names on this monument in the in the placita, and it said uh, Venancio Roman, right? And I was like, oh, shit, that's dope. Like, there's somebody with our last name on here, right? Like, I got happy. Take the picture. Um come back from Puerto Rico I bring it to him and he's like uh because he knew I I, I was kind of dipping into like the interest in like you know the the nationalism and the independentistas and he's you know I think that was his way of like because he was very spiritual like he was not about it at all like not that he went against it like no that's bad but he just that wasn't 
you know, he was all about love. Like, he was just like, whatever, you know, like, sweet, gentle old dude. He was just like, whatever. But he, but he did want to, if that's what I was interested in, that was his way of, of kind of telling me, like, our family is about that too. So, like, if you're, if you're interested in it, it's, it's in your blood. Like, it, there's a reason why you're so interested in it, right? So he told me, he was like, yeah, that's my, that's my great uncle, blah, blah, blah. He told me a, l- a little bit about it. I don't think he even really knew him th- that well. Um, either great uncle or great, great uncle or something, something like that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, um, that, <laughs> that also, that also triggered me to get a tattoo on my back that I regretted uh, months later. <laughs> Why did you regret the tattoo? Yo, man, because... Yo, shout out to any Puerto Ricans that get Puerto Rican flags and Taino symbols Yo. and El Morro and Coquis <laughs> and all that, all that very folkloric, prideful Puerto Rican pride is strong. I love it. But, you know, that's how I felt. I was very proud of my family blood and my lineage and my heritage and what my family fought for, the independence of Puerto Rico. And I was like, I'm... I'm getting this tattoo, so I got like the flag and the morro and the Taino sun and shit all over my back. So you just got all the tattoos that one person. So so I I had I had like a like I said my my life at one point was a little chaotic and I I got a guardian angel sitting on my shoulder right. So when I was in Puerto Rico and I got all this information, I went to this my cousin's friend was a tattoo artist. And he had he had a mobile tattoo shop, so he he converted an ice cream truck into a tattoo shop. Hilarious. So resourceful, right? I was just gonna say, yeah, I was Puerto Ricans are resourceful. Like resourceful. Yeah, man. So he had all these awards on his walls, and I'm like, oh, you know, you, you you're pretty well known, right? Like his shit was nice and clean. It was it was cool. He tattooed it for me. I told him what I wanted. He t- he did it for me. A year later, like it was like fading, you know. Right? I was I was done in like 45 minutes. Like I did his tattoo super quick, and I was like, "Yo, man, like, why did he finish?" And once he was done, I stood up and I'm reading the awards, and they were for speed tattooing. So, you know, he was all about just getting it done and getting it done quick, and not like digging deep. Like you got to dig deep in the skin and like get it done. So it's right now. It's just like fading and. Oh, so you regret it because of the fading or you regret it because the artwork itself? A little bit of both. A little bit of like, of it being not a great job, but also because I felt like, you know, for some people, I'm not going to say for all, right? There's, you know, a lot of us, and I'm going to say Puerto Ricans, that um, when we find that path of like, that enlightenment of culture and our connection to the island or our people and we we go hard yo like we go we jump in we jump in that shit what i love about that is that one a lot of people think that the independent movement was just like this this rare thing right like like Mm. oh that's in my family but it was a common thing before marine was governor so before you before he was governor, everybody was like, yeah, we don't really want to be down with the United States. Absolutely. We're not getting much from them. But right. then as time went on and they started to like kind of suppress people and use, you know, the governor to, to do a lot of messed up stuff. 
that was where shit got real and people were like Mm -hmm. maybe i shouldn't speak up so the 1947 gag order where people were like oh we can't speak about independence or you know be patriotic or any of those yeah, things. Yeah, the flag, that like was, you can't. That, yeah. To me, I smile when I see, even if you don't know your history, if you right. know nothing about being Puerto Rican, what I love most is somebody that turns around and um, you could plug it in right there. I didn't want to have to edit that out, but you could plug it in right there. Um, you know, that, that makes me happy because mm-hmm. it's kind of like sticking it to the man because we're still mm-hmm. a part of the United States. We are not a state. But mm-hmm. we are a commonwealth. And so mm-hmm. whenever I see Puerto Ricans, like, you know, waving their flags mm-hmm. or being really prideful, even if I know that they don't nothing about, mm-hmm. you know, Grita de los Aires or anything else, I'm like, a lo menos, you know, you, you have this pride, you have this right. sense of spirit right. that I right. pray that they never lose. You know what I mean? No, and I, I, I do agree with that. I think um, when, I, when I say that some people go hard, I feel like um, there, is, there is a sense of, of pride, right? That uh, the strong sense of pride that as Latinos, not even, not even as Puerto Ricans, but Latinos. Like if you think about um, Dominicans and how their sense of pride, and and if you think about Mexicans and the sense of pride, right? Like it's strong, right? It's it's in our because of of what's been taken from us, right? Correct. Our culture has been taken from us. Our language has been taken from us. I think specifically when I yeah. see the Caribbean islands, right. any of the Caribbean islands being really prideful. Nothing against right. Mexico, nothing against South Americans at right. all, but specifically the Caribbean, because we right. were these small little islands that mm-hmm. these bigger countries, the UK, the US, they were like, oh, we're about to go ham and like mm-hmm. just use these people, you know? And mm-hmm. so like, we have a little bit of that blood in us, you know, like mm-hmm. the Spaniard blood, because the Spaniards were like, oh shit, it's an island over there and there's nobody mm-hmm. really over there. It's just some, you know what I mean? Some monos, like a little, mo- some monkeys. Yeah, shit, I mean, it was, re- it was resources, right? Is yeah. You know, they wanted to, to take the resources that we had and, you know, um, it, it, ha- it, happened, it happened all over the world, right. right? Like, I was literally watching a video yesterday about Ethiopia and the war with Ethiopia and Italy, right? Like, the Italians try to come to, to take over Italy, uh, Ethiopia. It just right. makes me laugh because they don't like black people. So I'm just like, so how does this work? How does, how are we going to full war with a country right. that you don't even like touching the people? Like, well, the thing is, the thing like is that people look at because because it's the it's the superiority, right? That's that that feeling, that privilege of like the reason why we're even mixed is not because they weren't they didn't come from good intentions. intentions they right. came from we're taking from you. And you're less than us. Exactly. And if we could, if we mix with you, these are the people that were, that are not like, that are not like me. They're not purebred, right? Bread, right? Yeah, That's so like, who we are. That's like, we're not purebred. Right. So, so that, you know, for Puerto Rico, I, 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 I word, man. I love, man. I love me, my mixed ass self. But you know no. what? It's like when, it makes me very sad when people are like, oh, Benito, Puerto Rico is such a sad place. No, we were, there's a reason mm-hmm. why our name is Puerto Rico, Rich Port. Like, mm-hmm. we have, the most we had gold in the rivers we had multiple resources mm-hmm. that the u.s was like oh so let me find out not even just the u.s spain but then we mm-hmm. got independent and then you know a few hours later not even days it, w- it, w- it was just easier for the united states you know if you think of like the spanish-american war and like the way you know it's like the philippines and you know in cuba and puerto rico and you know there, there's just you know even if you look at like the haitian revolution that shit never happened not even in africa Right. Like they are a 
an example of like uprising, right? It is the only uprising in history, right? So like people, you know, that people like try to go like to, to islands like that and you, they have resistance, right? Mm-hmm. They had a, a huge resistance. They had a whole movement that like fought against that. Um, other islands didn't succeed as well, right? So it was it was a little easier f- for them to do those things. These islands are full of were full of resources, the gold, the, you know, and so many things. Look like at that time for someone who's not of that world Man. to step foot in this like oasis, but multiple oasis yeah. where it's just it's one thing to like step foot. No offense, I love me my New York, but it's like right. it's very different setting foot. At like the tip of New York then or Amsterdam versus like mm-hmm. Puerto Rico or like the Caribbean. Can yeah. you imagine what that looks like? It's too Absolutely. much. Like gold and yeah. it's insane. You know, I, I think I think, you know, they probably have traveled the world, right? Like they were explorers, right? Like Christopher Columbus and you know, but they it was it was the gold, right? That's their first, you know, that's thing. Blows, they see it, that's and what blows like my mind and breaks my heart when, right. you know, I see Puerto Ricans, even Dominicans, any Caribbeans, specifically Caribbeans. Once again, because mm-hmm. we were like these small ass islands that were yeah. like somewhat. And 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 the the indigenous folks of all these islands travel to each other's islands. It, it was mm-hmm. it wasn't like no, what it Antilles, is now, yeah. right? Yeah, it's the Antilles, and it's like, you know, the Dainos weren't weren't just like Dainos that were. Right. You know, they There's were everywhere. in the Dominican Republic, you know, and we're literally the same exact people. We're just come right. from different places, but we're the same people. But mm. what breaks my heart is when I see people from the Caribbean specifically like strung out on drugs or like thinking less of themselves because of this complex that we've been given. Mm-hmm. Like you're less like th- off top. They got to our island. We had all these resources right. and they we were less. How mm-hmm. we have more than you. Mm-hmm. You if you think about it at the time when they were getting mm-hmm. there. We were the rich ones. You want something from us. And mm-hmm. so over time, they've worked our mentality to now mm-hmm. we have this welfare mind state of like, you know, well, I, I need to get something from the white man, the white man, and nothing against white people once again, but we're mm-hmm. sp- speaking specifically towards history right. and like facts of what happened. Right. I mean, yeah. it's more it's more about the system than it right. would be about of, of, like the white man. Right, because, right, right. Because there were people like Munoz Marin that was a Puerto Rican White he man, was, but you know what? But he, fun fact about him: he, he believed in independence until the United right. States made a file on him, showing that he was addicted to drugs. And then they were like, mm. "Oh, so we're gonna tell everybody that you're addicted to drugs." He was addicted to opiates, like um, like all right. Those, but like, that, but that, that's opiates. what that's what they did to I think it was like all of the nationalist believers, the independence believers. There's FBI files that show history of the only way that you can, just like what they did to the Black Panthers. Right. It's it's all you have to do is prove and that they have in our communities. Yeah, putting yeah it's up. like oh this you know this politician or this like a Pedro Alviso Campos and you know go get a Fed to follow him and make sure they that they got documents about him Campbell. with his mistress. Now yeah. you can smear his name that he's he's got a mistress right. and this one is on drugs right. and th- you know what I'm saying. So and if you can't do that, then you create a massacre. Right. Then there's the Hayuya massacre. Yeah. Then there's the, the Ponce massacre. massacre right. Then the, you know. Then there's like, you know, you, f- you you create you create the chaos and then blame it on the movement, and it was easy for them to 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 break the movement. They never wanted it to exist. It wasn't 
easy as much as it was like they had to work at it and it took years for them to break us up but like they figured out how to like break them up little by little and it's like well it's just the power it's about giving it's it's taking away you can have a million people that have that the the follow that that movement right but if there isn't a, a power set in place with that movement then if you take away like an albisu campos Right. If you take away the people that are moving the people, just like they did with Malcolm X and um, Martin Luther King, and you remove the people. Huey. I was gonna say high five. <laughs> yeah. Say, they killed Huey. They killed my nigga yeah, Huey. Huey, like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that you know, and that's that's how you. That's that's the American way. That's the American way. That's right? the American way. That's the American that's way. That's the truth about America. It's removing, I mean, moving, moving power. Happening. It's so sick because it's like we don't fucking learn. We don't learn or we don't piece everything together, but it's no different from like these conversations happening, trying to tie in a lot of the negatives with Black Lives Matter as well. It's, it's the same shit. Yeah, it's like, course, you know, you try to, you basically try to break down the movement from within. And I right. feel like all right. these little things that are happening, these little pits of right. fire that's happening, they try to And I, I don't know much. I don't want to like misspeak about Black Lives Matter, but, you know, um, from my understanding of how the system of, of their structure of how that is, is that um, they allow people from whatever, say like there's a Black Lives Matter movement in New York, there's a Black Lives Matter movement in Chicago or LA, whatever, right? And if you want to create your own kind of movement and group using the Black Lives Matter uh, name, right, to support your movement, um, you know, that's creating, that, that can kind of create a problem because what if you're not, like, you're just like, yo, we want to do this, and you have a different vision and perspective of how you want to attack a problem, and it's not a way that the, that the people who started the Black Lives Matter movement would have a vision, right, to say, like, that's not how we want to, we don't want to approach our problems this way, no. but they're also leaving the door open for people to come, you know, to come in and say, but this is how we want to do it. And, and that's a good way, that's a good thing to do too, right? It's leaving it open right. to just kind of be like, look, you know, in, in New York, we handle things differently than how you would handle it in Chicago or, or in other cities. But that was just like with uh, Young Lord's Party. They had different chapters. Yeah, just absolutely. Just like Black Panthers, absolutely. they had different chapters. Yeah. You know, everybody had but there, there was, there was like, you know, the, the, like the steps, right? They had, they had kind of like things that were like, this is kind of like what you have to kind of follow, right? Like you have to kind of do things. They had like a structure of what, like Black Panthers did the same thing, right? That's where like the Young Lords got a lot of their structure was like the Black Panthers movement. So, um, and, and again, I, I don't, I don't. I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> you ever, you, you ready? Uh, let me drink some water, huh? <laughs> you ever had uh, protest sex? <laughs> Yo, this is, this is an Amy question. This is not a Nikki what? question. What? <laughs> I am separating myself from Amy. This I don't this even under. Amy. I don't even understand that question. I, it is you. No, fuck you. First you of all, I listen. I'll listen. admit what the fuck is me. I'm like, listen, listen. That please, was not please, even please, my question. Please explain that question. 
okay. Well, someone actually asked me that. We were, it was, it was someone I was dating, and, and they didn't really understand, like, what's the point? I don't understand why people go out protest and okay. marches and, you know, fighting about this. This is just us complaining. Nah. But then, you know, as the Hater. a couple drinks kind of go in, just like, I wonder if they ever go home and, like, have protest sex. And I was like, what the fuck is that? But it made uh, a lot of sense when you kind of redirect. <laughs> <laughs> When you, I mean, think about it. You out there, you know, you got your mate, and it's like, you know, I see you, and you know, shit happens. I'm just, you understand that passion. You redirect that 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 passion into something else behind closed doors. So, hence, bullshit. And and if you tell me no, I know you're lying. I know you're lying. Plead the fifth on on this question. Um, no, because I, I um. I've actually have never been like I've n- I've well I've been to a couple but I I haven't been that like engaged in like protests like being being there so I I don't know how that energy might affect you know how you how you are right like I feel like if you're that charged right you come from a protest and you're charged and you're with a partner that might be just as charged and you go home and you like talk about that shit and now you like look at your partner you're like I fucking love you and I fucking love you too and you, <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you know, and not. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get the question, um, but I, I don't. I have never been in that situation to do that. So, I went to one protest, and there was a guy that I had like kind of met there, and we started following each other, and he would, you know, DM me back and forth and stuff, and I remember him getting like, I'm really, I'm passionate about Puerto Rico. I'm very right. passionate about its independence. Mm-hmm. But, like, he was getting on some, like, all right, so we're going to go do X, Y, Z. Not we, but, like, him and his people. So he's, like, telling me about it via DMs. And if you know right. anything about the Puerto Rican movement, it's like, right. you know, not that you can't speak about it or speak about your intentions, but if you're talking about harming people, that's when I'm like, yeah. look, bro, you got the wrong line. Like, it's like, that's like you right. coming to my phone, talking to my phone about drugs, or whatever. I'd be like, right. wrong number, wrong number. Get off my line. Right. I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. So I just went ghost on him after. That because I was like, nah, you good, like, you're way too much for me. I that yeah. kind of stuff for me, I'm just like, I don't really do the protest stuff, I'm not really like a super revolutionary, I'm very aware of my mm-hmm. of my history, I'm very aware mm-hmm. of like what happens, but it's just not my scene. It's not no, like I th- I think what it, I'm know. into personally, you know. Yeah, I think it, you know, it, there's there's lanes for everyone, right? right? And and you know, um, for example, right, there's the um, a young lady in, in Puerto Rico right now that's in, in jail, right? Uh, Nina Nina Droz is in jail. And, the, you know, there's a whole movement about um, y- about her release, right? Well, what is she locked up she for? She got locked up because she uh, attempted to start a fire in the, in the Santander Bank, right, in Puerto Rico. So as much as I feel her, but it's like, th- it's so much bigger than that. I, I mean, yeah, no, no, Santander is like the... the Catalyst no, of a lot of our issues, right, like right. burning one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's still so right. much more that we have to do. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the the thing is, is, like, I'm the same way, right? Like, that's not what I would do. Right. But I mean, free I, her though. I'm, free her. Yeah, for sure. like, like I feel like she did something that you know expressed her pain and expressed her anger and expressed how serious it is for her and a lot of people. But and she took it a step further of saying, "You are responsible for this. Um, I'm, you know, I'm gonna do something." And it, it doesn't, it doesn't solve anything. Just like, 
you know, punching somebody doesn't solve something and like violent, you know, just certain things. It's hard for people to say, oh, that doesn't solve anything. But you know what that does? It it definitely brings awareness to a very serious issue. It definitely yeah, like just bringing it, attention. To yeah, it, it definitely says, yo, yeah, you, you know, you know, who you know, who said it, who said it fucking perfect was Tupac. Right. When Tupac was talking about, you know, um, the person that was trying to. Uh, that didn't have food, right? You have your neighbor and you live next door to your neighbor. I don't know, like, verbatim, I don't know how we, how we yeah, said I don't right. remember. But he's like, you go, you knock on that door and they open the door and you're starving, right? And, or uh, actually you walk by and you see that your, your, your neighbor has a feast inside the apartment, right? And then you're like, you're hungry, so you knock on the door, you know, that you just want, you wanted to get some of that food and, and they don't answer, right? Knock a little harder. And, and you know what's behind that door. And until, like, you know, they're keeping you from that feast. They're keeping you out from that feast, right? So until you start, like, creating chance, right? And, like, open the door and, and you start, and you kick the fucking door in, right? And it's, it's that escalation to the point where, like, some people take it that far. Yeah. And some people don't. Some people I mean, knock and they're like, oh, like, I'm starving. And, and then you just, you leave and you find somewhere else to eat if you could. <laughs> My only thing with that analogy is that freedom is not a privilege. It's a right. Like, Absolutely. the Puerto Ricans Absolutely. deserve to be free. It's not like, Absolutely. oh, we just kind of want to be free, so we're going to knock on the door and see if they let us free, and then, like, knock a little harder. Like, for me, but that, but that's, that was this, that's how they actually yeah, handled yeah. it, right? It's, like, it's, it's the asking, and I think that's what we're used to doing is, is asking, right? And we're, we're, we have this image that is used against us we even use it on ourselves of being a humble people and being right and it's beautiful right like we we are we are a humble people and and, and hard working and beautiful people and giving very giving Generous. right and and saying like and always and always being forgiving for like you do me wrong right if you do me wrong i forgive you and and that's been taken advantage of right and now we're in a generation we're in a generation where we're we're tired of that, right? We're like, yo, you know what? Like the independent, we you know we want to be we want to be free because of what's being used against us. So you know, people are starting fires in the bank, and you know, so. <laughs> I get it. I, I get it. And I and the thing is, like, I I'm with like the Lolita Lebrons and like the you know going to shoot right. up the Pentagon right. or the White House if need be. Absolutely. I just feel like you know we just have to start playing smarter. You know, because if if they were able to break up the Black Panthers, if they were able to break up, mm -hmm. um, you know, the Young Lords and and all these movements to for people mm -hmm. to just say, hey, we want to be equal or we want to be independent. Like, where where is it that like lawyers come in? Where is it that? people actually start getting smart. You know what I mean? And and I, somebody I, that's mentally right. strong enough to understand that, like, I'm not going to get on drugs. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I may have, like, a girl or two, but it's 2017. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? People do what they do. And mm -hmm. it's not that big of a deal. You know, where back mm -hmm. then it was like, oh, my God. Like, mm -hmm. and you could use some kind of, like, bochinche about somebody. But it's like, yo, at some point, it's like, fuck that. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I did that. Yeah. Like, we had a president that smoked weed. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. Barack smoked weed. Like, yeah. I call him Barack because he was out here blowing <laughs> it down. Like, Trump probably did coke and everything else. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, now it's like, you can't use this stuff well, against Well, the thing me. is that we, we, unfortunately, we're a very divided people. 
We're very we're we're very divided even even within our independent movement. I don't think that's true. See, it and is, the, it, it's, see, but it's see, very true. I don't think that's true. It is why I don't think that's true. Uh, I've had uh, multiple conversations. I used to live in Humble Park in in okay. Chicago, which is very Puerto Rican. It's like they have a street yeah, I've been, for, I've been there. for yeah, yeah. Pedro Vizocampo yeah, and everything. Yep. And I've had conversations with like Puerto Ricans, Puerto Rican drivers, Puerto Rican whatever. And when mm-hmm. they start up on the statehood thing, I've right. only had one conversation with someone mm-hmm. that was like super adamant about statehood. But everybody right. else was like, yeah, nah, like that wouldn't work. It's been 120 right. years. People right. aren't dumb. I feel like we hide behind the fact that, like, oh, but you know, we're divided. If only, and I hear no, a lot but of Dominicans. I'm talking about. I'm talking about divided on the island. I'm not talking about here because here. Nobody even on pe- the island are, when they did the are, when they did the the, the um what's it called the, when they did the 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 vote that vote didn't right. count for anything one and two like because the United States doesn't want to add more brown people to this country that's one but mm. two um. The people that went out to vote were like the people that want to stay here, and that was like twenty three percent, something like that, of the island out of mm-hmm. the seventy five other. Well, I mean, that I mean, that, like, that's beautiful. That? I I love that 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 that's what happened. Um, I I also and think everybody it's else beca- was outside protesting. You know, our protest, like you know, blowing right. their horns, like nah, we not with that. But right now, it right now it is a different. It, it's different because of the severity of where we are, mm-hmm. in on the island, right? So. There are people that are that are coming more together, but we're talking about a history of people being divided, right? So, like, if you're talking about you have you have people that have been um, divided, or you know, not being able to be on the same page in a political party, an independence political party, or independence on the island, until something like fucking like a Roseo comes into play, where he is now, like this dude, and all the things that are happening in Puerto Rico. It goes beyond politics at this point. It goes beyond, uh, you know, they're not looking at it like like statehood or independent. They're like, yo, this is a humanitarian crisis. There's crises that are happening that go beyond, you know, me wanting to be a state. My my grandfather's could die because he doesn't have health care. You know what I mean? So like people looking at it, cleaning water. Yeah. Like they're looking at it differently. Hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you have to. What the people have to do now is like put that stuff, put those ideals aside and say, we just need somebody that's going to help take care of of us and the people. But my thing is, I don't think that they're saying that we need somebody that's going to help us as in like the United States. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, I mean, what I'm saying is, is removing a person like. The, the government entirety of what we have in power right now, right? That that government that's in power in Puerto Rico is the United States given government. Um, if the United States government let Flint, Michigan happen, allowed for, you know, what happened in, in Louisiana right. in 2005, that big, they right. don't care about colored people. What part of that, like, there's no, there's, I see viejitos in Puerto Rico that right. are like, oh, you know, if we just, if we just, but... When I go to mm-hmm. little panaderias, I hear old men talking about like, you know, when do when do people learn that the United States isn't good for us? You know, I don't think that it's. I think that that's the thing we hide behind. Yeah. Like, oh, but we everybody's not on the same page. I'm like, nah. Like, I think people get it. I think the only people that don't get it, mm-hmm. that's what we're concerned about. But we're too worried. It's like when you're when you put something up on Instagram and you have like 19 positive comments, but you mm-hmm. got that one negative one, and all you're thinking about that is that mm-hmm. one negative guy. You're like, yo, like. No, nah, but I, when I when matter. I say like people are on the same page, I feel like when you create, when you're talking about creating movements, I feel like 
and, and, a, and a successful one or, or a political party that could potentially be a successful one. And when they become successful, it starts to break apart, right? Because now there's power struggle. Now there's, I have my way of wanting to do things that could be, that, that can take us someplace. And there's another part of it that are like, no, nah, but we're going to do it this way and it could be done this way. That's within our same people, right? So, but that's what I mean by like, there, there isn't, I feel like right now is a good time to say, this is a major goal that we all have to focus on. And the, the biggest goal would be if we all feel like Puerto Rico needs to be, if, if a lot of people don't want it to be independent, then we at least have to not be a colony of the United States. I don't know what that means. You know, You're what that- that, that we, we would be a state? Absolutely not. I'm, look where I said I come from. Why are you talking about oh, no state? Like, I was like, well, what if no, we're not no, no, a colony, no. are we a state? No, I'm talking about, look, because you have to also, look, I know what I believe in and what I fight for, right? I fight for the independence of Puerto Rico. You know, we need more people to do that. And if, if we don't, then it's not because we're looking at it in a political point of view, right? You have to look at things, put the politics shit aside for a second, and say, look at the people that are suffering and the things that are happening that are fucking right in front of our face, yo. Right. The ashes in Penuelas is, is right in front of your face. The people in Flint, Michigan protested and fought and said, yo, this shit can't happen. Our water is this and, and, and people are being poisoned. Stop it, right? People, are, people, people are rallied around it. I know, mm -hmm. but the governor signed a, a policy that said it will stop. Right. It is. It, it's not supposed to happen. We're not going to they're not going to do that. And it's still happening. Right. And and for him as being a governor of the of the island that creates that policy that says it needs to stop and allows it. That means he's a part of that shit. It's corporate interest. It's money. That's the thing that breaks my heart. It's the ones that look like us that won't say anything. They're not the ones in the comment mm. section saying we need to be a state. It's the ones that are being quiet over there on the side, mm -hmm. you know, doing what they're doing behind the scenes, all the little maldades behind the scenes, and they make right. us think that they're part of us because they look like us, they speak like us, all those things. Right. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you believe that in your lifetime mm -hmm. that Puerto Rico will be independent? I, I hope so. I, 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 I will think that way until the day I die if it doesn't happen. You know, I, I, I want it to happen, and I think right now is the perfect time to fight for it right and push as as hard as we can you know one of the things that we do with the defend puerto rico stuff and that i do with my own personal work is to with my own personal work is the preservation of our history and the preservation of our stories right yeah. and 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 making sure that you know uh like my great aunt right speaking about her migration from puerto rico to new york in the 1940s and her basically just you know, explaining what that life was, right? Her being black, her being not speaking English, her being a woman and being in East Harlem where there was all Irish uh, immigrants up there. So having that part of our history and, and talking about our current situation, right? Like looking at that part of history, why, why did you come here? What was going on? What was going on during that era that you came here? And, and I'm doing the same thing for now is looking at people that are leaving Puerto Rico and coming here, Orlando, Texas, wherever you're going, mm -hmm. this is this is the 1940s right. times 10. How important is art in the time yeah. we're in and what you 
would ultimately want to see with the change in Puerto Rico? Like at this moment, Yo, the I, art, art movement, yeah, the voice. How important is art right now? Art has always been important in any movement from the beginning of time. When there was, when any time there was two or multiple groups of people that had disagreements, there was an art form that expressed the different points of view, right? Which also helped to educate the people about what was happening, which also was used to document the history of what was happening. And you look at today and I feel like art is extremely important to document what's happening right now, to, to create these movements, to be symbols of the movements, to be, to, to, you know, hold up the images that people can't see. Right, you create something and say, "Look, like this is what's happening." Like, mm -hmm. you know, photographs, you know, whatever. Like, you know, paintings. However, people express themselves creatively. Even down to something like to Nick's jewelry line, something like Botanica. That in itself is still preserving. Yeah, something the that preservation, speaks. absolutely. That's, that, know, that's the New the York, that's like the that's New York Latino experience, right? right that's what we brought here. There were no botanicas here before we showed up, right? right? That's our culture. That's our, that's our history. So, um, so yeah. I mean, it, art. You know, there's there's a lot of amazing artists that are that are out right now. I mean, our exhibit alone, right? There are artists that I that I didn't know that are part of our exhibit, the different Puerto Rico exhibit. Um, but there are artists that are doing huge projects. There's artists that are doing little series of works right. that that highlight what's going on. And what has been the craziest, uh, I guess, post or where where has where has the the black and white flag been that you're just like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here? Like, how did this person know about this or like uh, some kind of either publication or repost or something where you just mm. like, wow, that shit reached. Look at us there. Because I literally just before coming yeah. here, I saw someone, I don't even know, I think it was maybe my popular page or something yeah. where someone had gone to, no, it was actually an old colleague of mine. She doesn't even know that, like, mm -hmm. the photo she took, that I'm mm -hmm. we're sitting here and talking right now. But well, you mean, like, the actual physical flag or the, the image of the flag? Both. One and the same. Well, how far has it gone or, like, for it to I don't know. The, I, th I think the, the wave that it's created. I think um, I think tourism has helped in Puerto Rico to spread that image because that door that a lot of people, uh, the red, white, and blue flag door in, in Viejo San Juan, where, where that black and white flag oh, was first painted, yeah. everyone, you know, tourism, people knew about that door before it was black and white, so they would go and take pictures in front of that door. Helps? No, 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 what, no, no, what I, I didn't say tourism helps. I said with that flag image, oh, the okay, spread, okay, okay. the spread of that flag, I think helped because people right. have gone to Puerto Rico and they go, that's like a little iconic spot where people go take pictures and now it's a black and white flag. So they're taking pictures in front of this shit. They have no clue of what they're doing or what that symbolizes, but they're spreading that image and. Cause I'm a little bit offended by tourism right now. Like when I hear like my friends mm -hmm. from the states are going to like Puerto Rico, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Puerto Rico for the, you know. It's right. like when, pe especially when people say, oh, let's take going to Miami. You're like, no, 
No, we're like fully a country still. Right. And right, like right. that's one and two. It's like right. I think that they're trying to kind of Americanize it so much so they're building more hotels there. And I feel like it's kinda like absolutely like breaking down the culture. You know what I mean? It's like come yeah. to come to an island oasis that's not like be leaving the United States and you're like, right. No, because if you go deeper, it's obviously still its own right. country. You it, there's still like Hiwaros and mountains like yeah. we were just talking about but we know. but we we shouldn't we shouldn't be too afraid of the of the i think people's intentions around tourism is what we should question i think the I word tourism the people that are working in tourism in puerto rico i feel like right it's very like questionable what their intentions yeah, because are. they're you know they're also they're also being affected by the crisis right like there's people that are they're Puerto Ricans and they're working in these hotels and they work they're working in these restaurants and they're working in places that if they don't have that they, then they don't even have a job right right so it's, what breaks my heart is we will say that the number one export from Puerto Rico right now is tourism right. think about how rich our island was and that's the number one thing like that yeah because at one point at one point it used to be pharmaceuticals. And that was and that, and that, and that was gone too. They took down all that agriculture so they can build right. up these fucking things. Don't get me started. Right. I'm like a health freak too, so I'm like, <laughs> we don't need the medicine. The food is the medicine. Right, right. Don't right. get me started. I told you I didn't want to do this episode because I get no, way too no, passionate man. about this shit. Right? No, no, and I, it's, and I think I slightly am scaring him it, right now because I have like this burn in my eye, but it's that. No, man. It, it, it's we need to talk about these things in different platforms and, and have different types of conversations about it. Um, agreements and disagreements and finding middle grounds and like just talking about everything because you know in in growth in maturity in experience and actually going and experiencing certain things and and what I've learned personally I'm not saying that everybody has to go this path but like I do encourage people you know to go to Puerto Rico like look man you want to call it tourism then you go and you fucking be a tourist if you want to be a tourist but Go to Puerto Rico, and I encourage don't stay in this little place where old San Juan or San Juan, where everybody goes. Yeah, like explore the island, like figure out what there's. There's amazing things that are going on all over the island, that are ecotourism is their new is a new thing over yeah. there, right? And and they but but that's the future for the tourism part, not the future of Puerto Rico, but that's the future for the tourism Shout in Puerto Rico. You pointed out. Yeah, I was at the Dreamcatcher last time yeah. I was there like a few weeks ago. You were like, you were like, yo, I love the Dreamcatcher. I've catcher. stayed there that's my little many spot. times, right? Place. Yeah. And and you see how that that's a perfect example though, right? Of Ocean Park, that area of how of how that is very divided. I have been trying to tell my parents about Ocean Park, right? Because right. I want they're like getting to that point of retiring and I'm like, Mom, like I just want to buy you a house over there and my mom is like, Where is it? I was like it's by Yorin Torres. It's by, <laughs> it's by Ramon Powers. She's like, right. what? what? I'm not going over there. I'm like, mom, like, my mom, this is coming from the same woman that grew up in Williamsburg that thinks the L train is so bad. I'm like, mom, I will be shit-faced right now on the L train with my phone out in my back yeah, pocket and yeah. nothing will happen. But, but look at that, right? But so like back the in the 70s, my mom was followed home on the, yeah. seven, on the, on the L train. Yeah, my mom too on the that's, subway. That's yeah. crazy. Like my mom was like, "Nah, I don't fuck with that." Like she's. Like, I mean, because the caserios are right behind that's, Ocean Park. But it's interesting because it's a gated community, and it's everything right. my grandfather was against, like privatizing right. beaches, all that stuff that my grandfather was like avid right. about. And I feel guilty every time I go right. there, but I'm like, I love this place. <laughs> no, but I mean, because it's a bu it's it's a beautiful place. It's like coming. But I don't trip when I see like you know regular people around. I'm like, nah, I love it. Like I right. I I'm not that type of person that will 
close the gate to somebody. Does that, do you see no, what I'm that, saying? No, but that's like, the thing. That's why I, when I say tourism, like certain things is where you're going to have people that are going to exploit um, th- the experience, right? You're going to have people that, that you probably don't even want to understand, right? It's like, yo, you want to go to Puerto Rico? Go ahead, yo. I can already tell you're not going to be somebody that's going to understand where we are, right? You want to go on vacation and do your shit? Go ahead, Puerto Rico, because take that money and give it to my people. You don't understand the shit? Then fine. Then to spend your money where my people need it. I don't want to scare you away to be like, nah, you don't know shit about Puerto Rico, and then they end up going to 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 Mexico or fucking Bahamas or go someplace else, right? It's just like, look, man, like, we have to look at the reality as well of how shit's going to move regardless, right? Tourism is going to be there regardless because it's a beautiful place. Like, people want to be there. And what what we're failing, I feel like, is is being in control of that tourism, right? right? We have to be in control of that. And we have to do, like, how, unfortunately, Hawaii has fought, like, really hard for certain things, like, to keep their culture and, you know, to a certain extent because there a lot of their shit has been tainted as well, right? And it's it's... You know, again, not saying that we need to be a state. I'm saying that before that came out. So, you know, to say that we have to have that same set of control to say um, this is our culture. Present our culture. You come to Puerto Rico, it it's about culture and not about comfort, right? We educate you and about we, our culture. The thing about Puerto Ricans, and I think it's very similar to Hawaiians, that we're a very like welcoming people. So we're like, yeah. oh, no, like, you don't like that? Oh no, it's okay. I could do something different. I could, you know, that's and instead of being like, boy, así son la cosa. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's different. So you know, even even you know, you mentioned the this, the shopping centers and the WalMarts and the big Burger Kings and and all that uh, stuff, right? Plaza de las Americas, fuck all <laughs> that shit. Chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. With San Juan, yeah, maybe San Juan. And I very much forgot that I was in Puerto Rico a lot of fucking times. Like, it felt like I was in a place mm-hmm. like Miami. It was very mm-hmm. tropical. Mm-hmm. But if, if we really didn't make the effort to find what felt like Puerto Rico, right. you couldn't have told me I didn't. Yeah, there's certain and parts that are. I'm not saying it in no kind of way. I was yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the whole thing. No, you're, that's, that's your experience of like going where you went. Right, right, right. What I got was that was just like lots of Burger Kings, lots of fucking frozen yogurt. Yeah. It's like, why don't you? And, but that's a reflection of you even look at, yeah, you look at our, our United States, like in the, in the cities, right? Our urban, our urban, uh, the environments, right? Of like, they do the city, they've done the same thing to us, right? It's like the, there, there's poverty. There's, you know, keeping people at a certain, if you go up to where people that really have money, on the island, there's not a lot of those Burger Kings and all those kind of places either, right? You know, I think one of the one of those successes that these corporations and have have done was bringing those places, right, and bringing the Walmart and like, and and has destroyed our people, destroyed our health. You know, there's a, a famous photographer, um, Jack Delano. Um, I did one of my pieces inspired by him. And basically, he has a book called uh, Puerto Rico Mio, I think the book is called. And it's um, he was hired back in the 40s to be an agricultural photographer by the government. He used to travel to different parts of the world and, and document 
the the families and the the the, the agricultural workers. So he was he was um, sent to Puerto Rico to document the agricultural workers there, and he went back in the 80s. And that in that book, that shows the contrast of what it looked like in the 40s and what it looked like in the 80s. And he has some really interesting photos that there's one, a family in a little wooden shack house with like five kids standing around the table, just staring at the camera, right? It's like this big photographer dude is probably yeah, like there and they're just like standing there like, you know, what is this? blank stares. Yeah. yeah, you know, with barely any clothes on, right? And then fast forward to the 80s, I think it was like 84, 83. And it's, now mind you, there's a family, mother, father, five kids in a house having homemade meal. 80s, mother, father, one child, all three of them overweight, eating at Burger King, right? Shows it, that, the contrast, right, of like where, the, where it went. Also the right? sterilization of women. Oh man, all of that, without, man. Cancer, their, their yeah, consent. man, cancer, like, you know, everything, everything. It's. You know, I, we can talk about this for days, yeah, and you know, I, f I feel like I encourage whoever listens to this, you know, I know we've been here for a minute, mm -hmm. but if you've gotten this far through the podcast, <laughs> um, and you're interested to learn more about what's happening now, I feel like you need to understand what happened before, um, like, like Nick uh, mentioned about the sterilization of women in Puerto Rico, using Puerto Ricans as um, guinea pigs for cancer, um, Alviso Campos and the radiation treatment, the like al all these things that have been sanctioned by the United States government that have been to, to use Puerto Rican people as, the, as guinea pigs. Which and has so much to do with my rage. Like if anybody ever, I don't yeah. celebrate the 4th of July, don't talk yeah. to me about, no, like yeah. that has a lot to do with my rage. Yeah. When I see somebody that's very, I, I'm very anti the university, anti like the mm -hmm. bro -y, anti like, you know, the, the father bringing in the son to this large company and, you know, people that are smart mm -hmm. and very well educated and, and very capable are being left out. That's my rage. So Yo, I mean, it, even like what you just mentioned, right? We talk about let's go back a few years, and and that's what I'm saying. If you if you kind of see the history a little bit, you don't need to see everything, but you, you what, learn what, a little bit. What about are some books though, or how can people learn more? I what think, what yo, would man, you recommend? The Nelson, yeah, Nelson Dennis, the War Against All Puerto Ricans is a good is a good book. A great yeah. starting point. If by yeah. the end of that book, because they end the book with the radiation of Pedro Isocampo, who was right. a hero, if Puerto Ricans are listening, a mm -hmm. fucking hero. I don't care about any mistresses. I don't care about any extra <laughs> shit he did on the side. That's that man's business. No man is perfect under the eyes of God. Not even these people right. that were building these files against him. If you're not enraged by the time you get to the final chapter, by the time you get to the final <laughs> page, I like agree. I had to stop a few times because I was like, yo, I'm, I'm about to go out on something yeah. like, yeah. and we were just talking about this, like becoming violent and whatever. And that's that thing right. that makes you want to be like, I want to fight you now because you violated right. me. You haven't only violated me, but you violated so many people and you've created mm -hmm. this. That's why it breaks my heart. I live in a Puerto Rican neighborhood, even though it's been gentrified. When mm -hmm. I walk out and I see the Puerto Rican at the end of the block, my, my uncle still lives in this neighborhood and mm -hmm. still strung out and I love him to death. Mm -hmm. And that breaks my heart when I go to the liquor store and I see him outside. Mama, what are you doing here? No, I got you. I'm going to get you this Bailey's. I don't want a Bailey's. To him, that's joy. 
that shouldn't have been his joy. He mm. should have been what you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. especially because he's a lot closer to my grandfather than I was. Mm-hmm. He he should have been a lot more connected with that. Mm-hmm. But the United States has placed us in this position and given us this mentality mm-hmm. that we are not worthy and that the most that we can do is go work out at Walmart and to do whatever. We've had to push ourselves. My mother was a VP of a Danish bank and every day she had to fight herself mentally to be like, I deserve mm-hmm. to be here. Mm-hmm. Smart as fuck. Mm-hmm. Smart as fuck. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. But she had to fight herself as a Latina. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of why I do Cafe Fuerte is mm-hmm. because you're not going to tell me that I'm not worthy because mm-hmm. of what I look like and where I come from and the people. Yes, my family were drug addicts. Yes, there were drug mm-hmm. dealers. Yes, I come from all that shit. And right. we had to do that shit. And if you want to get technical, we didn't get on the drugs by accident. They brought us these drugs. So don't talk to me about, you mm-hmm. know, our people being, you know, these uneducated. If you look at any of the uh, the documents about Puerto Ricans, you know, that were written about um, living on the island and coming over here, mm-hmm. the documents, U.S. documents that state Puerto Rican people are very unwise. The women are uncapable. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. You want to fight me? That's where you you could start a fight with me. Right. But I will. I almost got into a fight. Full disclosure, <laughs> at a photo shoot this last Saturday. Because I had said something, like somebody had commented, one of the stylists had commented, she was like, you know, you're very pretty. And I said, thank you, you know, I'm just, I was downplaying it, and I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm just regular Puerto Rican girl, you know, there's a million of us in New York. Like, I kind of just was Mm -hmm. downplaying it because I don't know how to take a compliment. Mm -hmm. The guy, there was this white boy that was on set with us, and he was like, and he was like one of those down-ass white boys, so he was like, Puerto Rican girls is mad regular, mad regular. And I was like, huh. What? Papa, you, you, I was like, you, ju- but not even not today, not ever, not tomorrow, not next day, not, not even when I'm casi como vieja and estoy fea. Don't try me ever, ever, because I'm very aware of my people. So when That's when crazy. he was like, yo, Puerto Rican girls is mad, but he kept saying it. Like, I wasn't saying nothing, and I think he was trying to get a reaction out of me. So he was yeah. like, mad regular, mad regular. And I was like, yo. And I told him, I was like, yo. But your, your mama, your mama's regular. I know. That's I was like, I was like, I was like you're that's why that's, that she you. gave she gave birth to a to a regular right, right there. Right. Like. But don't come for my people. Don't come for my people talking about we regular. That's something that, you know, for me, it, it resonates very deep and, and I'm not into it. So let's wrap up this interview because it's defend Puerto Rico. almost two hours. Defend Puerto Rico. Follow Defend Puerto Rico. DefendPR.com. Follow Yajero. Please follow Yajero. Instagram. Are there any last minute um, questions that you have, Amy? She's like, I got a question. How long does it take me to get to Soho from here? Right. That's exactly (laughs) what she's going through mentally. Sorry. Sorry. All right. And and this is is happening right now, too. My my lady is calling. One of the most necessary conversations that need to happen. And this so is only part one. I'll be back again for part two. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you may have been the second, but don't oh, shit. No, yeah, this is part one and two. So, yeah. So, anyone who's listened to the whole thing, we definitely would love y'all feedback. Like, don't feel shy to hit me or Nick up with some questions about what we just spoke about tonight. It was a lot. It was heavy, but it's literally the tip of the iceberg. And by the tone in Nick's voice, you can hear how, how crazy, <laughs> no, how, how, how crazy important this fucking conversation needs to, you know, how, how important it is for, for everyone, not just folks from the island, but, you know, for everyone to understand yeah, what's going on yeah. and how 
how damaging it is for for anyone really a person of color to not really understand the history of mm-hmm. how we're constantly oppressed all over yeah man so and and, and that there's people out there doing stuff to try to definitely to try to create awareness to try to create movements to get try involved, to just get, get involved you can get involved yeah. by giving by by supporting monetarily if you can't make yourself you know get out of bed but i would strongly suggest for people to start educating themselves yeah. not just with the shit that goes down in your block you know not just what huffington post tells you is important to read about today Word. there's some real shit going on and there's some real people out there even even if you're one of those folks who your, your hashtag and instagram post crazy Honestly, like you're like stand like yeah still part man because you're spreading the awareness so i mean artwork if you can hashtag stand and rock you can hashtag benuelas if you can hashtag flint michigan water you can hashtag puerto rico there's you know it's right. just about understanding that there's things going on right. and if you it, know what we are all suffering yep, we're all suffering exactly. we're suffering with y'all we're suffering yep in our own countries this is this is about all of us and i think you know it's very much redundant when we say you know we're in it together and we, we really are so Viajero thank right. you so much for that no, this is, this you is gave great. us thank you. Thank you for so being. many good like oh my god you opened up about your daughter personal life thank you for being transparent about some things we're pretty sure thank here you. thank you for taking us as your first interview like <laughs> I know man this super was honored. my first podcast thank you Nikki for like really getting hammy wammy up in Word. like this was so <laughs> no we're gonna no, we're gonna take was, this offline was, and uh it's and necessary it. and i'm very proud to have sat through it and just listened and absorbed and even myself finding out what my next step is as you know to stand with puerto rico in solidarity Word. so thank you until next time <laughs>